positive people have negative thoughts just like all of us. It's just that they don't allow the negativity to control their lives. There's a point where they say, there's enough of this crap. I got to get back into living. Archie, what's the name of Steve Rizzo's show? It's called, Hey, I'm Talking Here, you dingbat dear. Hey, Steve Rizzo here, and welcome to Hey, I'm Talking Here. This is a show about empowerment. This is a show that will not only take you to a better place personally, but professionally also. And in my view, that's the ultimate success. And this show, this wonderful show, is brought to you by Conversations with Bob. Who is Bob? Well, Bob is a power that uh, resides in each and every one of us. And it always brings out the best in us, regardless of our circumstances. And some people call this power their higher nature, their true self. Some people call it the universe. Some people call it source energy. Most people call it God. But in the book, this higher part of ourselves is called Bob. What really matters is that this power has the ability to answer all of your questions and has the solutions to all of your problems. And uh, all you need to do is to learn how to tap into it. And, and this book will show you how, how to tap into this power called Bob and how to communicate with it. And I'm certain that after you've read this book from cover to cover, you will, um, you will realize how much power you have over every single aspect of your life. This is Albert Einstein, folks. Give me a testimonial. I once said knowledge is limited and imagination encircles the world. If you embrace the dialogue in this book as it was intended with your imagination, the truth in it reveal will encircle your world with empowerment, faith, and laughter and love. Dang. I wish the author had been around when I was alive. The conversations we could have had. That was Albert Einstein. That was really nice of him. The website for you to log into where you could read excerpts from different chapters. It's your innerbob.com. You could look at the website. You can go to it. Don't do it now when the show is on. And you can have, see the excerpts. And um, I'm very pleased about the book. But right now it's time for the Rizzo Memo. The Rizzo Memo. Memo. This Hot off the press from the Rizzo Memo. One of the most valuable lessons I've learned is that nothing in life is wasted if I view it as a lesson learned. I now understand that every step I took, whether forward or backward, was necessary to prepare me to recognize and receive whatever gift was being given to me at the time. I needed every experience to help me grow. And I mean, seriously, every single experience. The good and the bad, the successes and the failures, the pain and the glory. As a result of these experiences, I have earned the credibility to be known by many people as the attitude adjuster. I show people how to start each day with an unstoppable attitude to succeed, regardless of their circumstances. And I know that sounds like a tall order, but that's what I do. And I don't mind saying I do it very well. I really do. And I love what I do. I'm here to tell you that no matter what your given circumstances, you can adjust your attitude and create a brighter reality. It's not the bad neighborhood that you grew up in that led you on the wrong path. It's not the teacher who shunned your artistic talents or the parent who suggested that you weren't good enough, smart enough, or worthy enough to make it in life. And it's not the illness you have or the accident that left you physically challenged that's keeping you in a state of isolation. 
I'm in no way trying to trivialize last tribulations. Not at all. That's not the point here. Let's face it. Some of us, some of you, have some great pain to deal with. And I understand that and I respect that. However, it is essential for your well-being that you understand that circumstances, events, or situations are not the final word on your quality of life, no matter how severe they are. It's how you respond to them and the fear and the other negative emotions they elicit that really makes the difference. And one more thing, it's about making a mental shift in your attitude that will allow you to power through whatever crap that life may be throwing at you. In fact, it's all about attitude. It's always been about attitude and it always will be about attitude. And that in part, a great part, is what being positive is all about. And that, my friends, is the Rizzo Memo. So let me bring up my, my co-host, the very talented, the very gifted, the BAM man, Eric BAM himself. See, and that, that's the theme for, for today. It's the, the meaning of pos- positivism. It's a tough word for people to say, positivism. I can't say it, but I've tried to say it for like two weeks. I can't freaking say it. But I I think, you know, I put on Facebook the other day that applies to this, that I've thought this for years. I I don't know who said it or where, but I'm I'm an inverted paranoid. I believe the whole universe is conspiring to do good things to me, right? So I may have a bad day or I may have something happen to me that's not good, but I choose to see the silver lining in it because I know God's put me through that for something better to come from it. I, that's that's cool, and and I happen to be fortunate because I grew up a great part of my life with a with uh, my brother Michael, who was one hundred percent disabled from the Vietnam War. Yep, and you know he was considered the only man in medical history that ever survived that wound. You know when when he was in a hospital for seven months, and he never gave up on life. He never isolated himself. He right. decided to go to college. I'm making a very very long story short here, uh, and and one one episode I'll we'll do a whole show on him. But, you know, when he got out of the hospital for seven, after seven months, he was 95 pounds and he said he was going to go to college and we didn't think he'd be able to do it. And he did go. He had to go at night. He proved himself. He got straight A's. He graduated with degrees uh, in uh, administration, education, history. He went back to the same school that he graduated from and became a, uh, a, a, a history teacher, then an attendance officer, then the assistant principal, then a principal. And when he wanted to retire, they said, no, they made him assistant superintendent of the entire school system. Whatever he can do, he'll do it. I mean, he went whitewater rafting with us at a time when he shouldn't have been whitewater rafting. And he was the craziest one out of water. water. I just have a visual of that. So, you know, it's insane. But anyway, my point is, you know, when you see a person do that and, and, and I whine about some of the things that I'm going through, it's almost embarrassing, you know, because... If he can do that, then I think we could all do so much more with our lives. It's just that we get so caught up in the crap on the stuff that's happened that we don't allow ourselves the chance to think that there are alternatives. Even though our lives won't be as we thought it would be, I'm still here. What can I do to to be the person I want to be? Who can I go to that can help me? What strategies do I need to embrace to get to where I want to go in life? And that's what it's all about. It's, It's making positive statements. It's, you know, because you know as well as I do, Eric, positive people have negative thoughts just like all of us. It's just that they don't allow the negativity to control their lives. There's a point where they say, there's enough of this crap. I got to get back into living. Whether whether it's your brother or it's somebody that just had a freaking bad day. Yeah. 
you know, and, and it's relative. My problems are big to me and your brother's problems are big to him and your problems are big to you. But in the grand scheme of things, really none of them are that big. We just got to get out and get after it, take some action and go, just go do something. People don't like the word positive, uh, positivity. They don't like the word being positive because they think it's something that you have to do all the time. Yeah. And, and it's not, it's not, you. it's not, it's just that, look, you, you got to go through life. And, and I, I tried to raise my son that way. And I do the same thing with my grandchildren. I always say life is going to be filled with challenges. Yeah. There's going to be tough times. Everybody goes through it, but there's a part of you that can always bring out the best in you when times are tough. And in turn, that's what I'm trying to teach them, how to connect to that part, how to focus on what's working rather than constantly fixating on what isn't working. Yeah. You know, bless the things that life has given you rather than cursing what life is currently throwing at you. It's not easy. I spent significant time with with uh, Christopher Reeve uh, five months before he passed away. And um, Christopher Reeve, folks, and some of you don't know, he's an actor that played the role of Superman in the early 80s, and he became paralyzed from the neck down as a result of a horseback riding competition. And we talked for the longest time, and man, the positive attitude about him was just absolutely amazing. And he... I said, how are you able to be positive? And he said to me, and this is this is the quote, my life isn't what I thought it was going to be, but there is joy, there is laughter, and there is love, and that's what I hold on to. Right. And, and what he accomplished in the last nine years of his life in that condition, he could only move his lips, his eyes, and his eyebrows. That was it. What he accomplished in the last nine years in that condition falls nothing short of, of miraculous because he allowed himself to tap into that part that gave him the confidence to focus on what he was grateful for. Yeah. And, and that kept him going for, for that for that amount of time. And, yeah. by, and by the way, I want to just to throw this out there. There sure. are people that really do suffer from depression and anxiety. And and I, I, under, I, don't, I understand it. I don't understand because I've never struggled with it, but I understand it's real. But I think sometimes to have the wherewithal to say, I got, I got to do something today. Exactly. I got to do something. And, and you're right, because when you're just sitting there, people aren't aware that the thoughts that they're creating are all negative. So it's, they create the world and around it's making a challenging situation worse than what it has to be, because in yeah. time, those thoughts will create the beliefs they have, and yeah. your beliefs write the story of your life, because those thoughts and those beliefs will create the way that you feel. Yep. Those feelings will lead to the attitude that you have. And before you know it, you're in a slump and it's very, very, very difficult to get out. Very yeah. difficult. And you know what? I think it's time for uh, the word according to Bob. And uh, for you people, for you people yep. that want to know what this is. Now, my book, Conversations with Bob, uh, I'm very excited about it, as you know. And uh, forgive me if I keep talking about it, but hey, it's my show and I'll do what I want. You know as well as I do that life can be really tough sometimes. And I know that sometimes it just isn't justification for all of the unfortunate things that happen to us. But I also know that we all have what it takes to deal with misfortune when it occurs. And this is what acquiring a positive attitude is really all about. It's about fortifying yourself for a fight with a very real and very dangerous enemy, your own negativity. I think the word positive frustrates a lot of people. 
I mean, because I hear people say all the time, well, how do you expect me to be positive, Steve, when nothing in my life was working? Or it's easy for you to be positive. You didn't lose your job. Well, maybe we should consider a more realistic interpretation of what it means to be positive. Because I'll tell you, I've learned a long time ago that being positive isn't always about feeling good. In fact, I think it's healthy to feel bad sometimes. Think about it. I mean, it's a good thing. That means that you're human. You're not a robot. Are you following me? And being positive doesn't mean that we never make mistakes. True positivism is knowing that we learn from making our mistakes, and as a result of learning from our mistakes, we move forward knowing that we're better people. Why? Because we become empowered, wiser, and more resilient than before. Being positive doesn't mean that you should always smile and enjoy every single moment of your life. Give me a break. As a matter of fact, give yourself a break. It's knowing that sometimes it's okay to cry, to mourn, to feel sad every now and then, get into a bad mood. And you don't always have to be in control of your emotions. Sometimes it's okay to get angry, get pissed off, lose your temper, yell at someone, throw something. Don't worry. Your positivity license will not be revoked. Positive people instinctively know that adversity happens to everyone and that it's necessary in order for them to grow. And I believe that's why we're here on this planet. And I want you to get this. We are here on Earth to experience, learn, grow, and become the person we're meant to become. And it can't be stressed enough that the filter through which you view your life experiences will ultimately determine who you become. In other words, how you choose to experience all of the things that happen to you, be it good or bad, right or wrong, fair or unfair, will determine what you learn. And that continued learning determines how you grow. And this continued growth, well, that shapes who and what you become. Your job, your responsibility every single step along the way is to become the very best person you can be in any given circumstance. And that's the word, according to Bob. That was good. That's that's all about just making small steps every day. Small steps equal big things. You know, Megamind, we talk about big day, big day, big day. Big day equals big week. Big week equals big month. You know, you do have setbacks from time to time. You know, I, I've had people say, you're toxic positive. And I will tell you, I don't wake up every day in a great mood. I just don't. But I choose to try to find something that pushes me in the right direction. Since you, you, you've you been doing such a great job here, and I, I appreciate who you are and what you've been doing, and I'm so glad you're part of the show. And I just want to say in front of everyone, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. I'm, I'm just having fun hanging out with you. Yeah, it's a blast. It, you know, I, I, earlier, you were talking about, uh, about Superman, and you know the worst thing that could happen to, to humanity is if you, the same thing that happened to Christopher Reeve happened to you, but you couldn't move your mouth. Yep. Like, you know, if you couldn't move, you would just like flutter your eyelashes and probably like do Morris code and still talk to everyone. Yeah. It would yeah. be incredible. There was a point with Christopher Reeve when, when it was his third day there in the hospital, when he found out the severity of his situation, he asked uh, Dana to pull the plug. He didn't want to live anymore. He didn't think it was yeah. worth anything for anybody. And it wasn't until he saw his, uh, he saw Dana the next day with his two children and he realized how much they needed him, even in that condition. And that was the first thing he held on to that he was grateful for. And that was the first positive thing that reinforced the fact that he's got to make an attempt to somehow, some way persevere with his life. And 
like I said, not to be the dead horse, but it, this is important. What he accomplished in the last nine years of his life in that condition yeah. is more than what most people I know could accomplish in a lifetime. Right. And it, it amazes me. It amaz- and, and yes, he did pass away five months later. That's not important. What's important is what we've done with our lives and the time that was allotted us. That's the important thing. And for those of you that are in that pit, and for those of you that feel you can't get out, it could happen any time. Life can be taken from you at any time. It's not like, oh, yeah, there's tomorrow, there's tomorrow. Sometimes there isn't. Right. And you have to make the best with what you have. If you're feeling down, if you're ripping yourself apart, whatever you have to do, read books. I, I'm not bragging, but read Conversations with Bob. There's a reason why I wrote this book. There are ways that you can turn your life around. Don't give up. Give an attempt. Tell people that you're not feeling right. Ask for help, whatever it is. And gradually, you just may start feeling just a little bit more positive. You just may get the right attitude to take the next step, the next step. And before you know it, you'll look back and you go, holy crap. What if I would have gave up and stayed that way years ago? You you never know unless you try. You folks have been wonderful. I hope we were able to help. It's, uh, it's called, hey, I'm talking here. Please tell your friends. Love you all. Till next time. Uh, tell your friends, it's a beautiful thing. I got to go. He's got to go. Bye.